Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. I'm Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I've been doing film reviews since 1996, and I wholeheartedly invite you to take a look at my website, Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net, and see uh, you can find over 3,600 examples of my film reviews that you can read at any time, anywhere uh, that you have a, an internet connection, Quipster.net. Today I'm going to be looking at a drama called Black Mass. It is a true crime drama starring Johnny Depp, and it, uh, as it is a mob movie of a sort, it is um, obviously going to be rated R for its brutal violence, but it also features language throughout, some sexual references and brief drug use. The running time is two hours and two minutes, and that is uh, actually uh, reportedly chopped down from about a three-hour movie that uh, director Scott Cooper had originally turned in. Uh, there were some pacing issues that uh, kind of left the film feeling a little bit overlong and probably had a little too many needless scenes, so it was chopped down to about two hours and two minutes. Um, Joel Edgerton gets a... Uh, he, he's really a supporting role here, but it's it's almost a, a sizable supporting role. He's almost like the co-star of the film. Um, but more traditional supporting roles go to Jesse Plemons, Rory Cochran, David Harbour, Kevin Bacon, Benedict Cumberbatch, Julianne Nicholson, Peter Sarsgaard, Dakota Johnson, Corey Stoll, and Adam Scott. The screenplay is by Mark Malouk and Jez Butterworth, and it's based on a book that was published in 2001, uh, a nonfiction book called Black Mass, the story of the un unholy alliance between the FBI and the Irish mob, and that was written by Dick Lair and Gerard O'Neill. This film is based on the infamous true story that... Uh, had events taking place in the late 1970s to early 1980s. It stars Johnny Depp as James Whitey Bulger. He was uh, a ruthless Irish-American crime boss who climbed the ladder to the top in Southie, or South Boston, as the leader of the Winter Hill Gang. In some part, uh, it helped Bulger that his brother Billy was a highly influential politician in the area, but I'd say his biggest breakthrough on the fast track to success and infamy came when a childhood friend named John Connolly, who is played here by Joel Edgerton, happened to be an FBI agent assigned to take down crime bosses in Boston. And uh, the FBI used Bulger as an informant to take down what was then the bigger fish in the city of Boston. Bulger is no rat, so he says anyway, but if there's a way to take down his competition while also affording his own criminal activities some protection, he's also no fool either. He takes the offer to exchange information for the authorities looking the other way to his activities, and soon both Bulger and Connolly gain instant success and influence in their respective positions as both the uh, FBI agent and the crook. Uh, though do, things do get more complicated when the murderous, drug-selling, arms-dealing, extorting, racketeering James, Jimmy, Whitey, Bulger, uh, when... All of the, this looking the other way from the FBI allows Bulger to become the biggest fish in the pond. They, it's, he's kind of a monster of their own making. Black Mass is framed with interviews that are done with federal investigations of people that knew Bulger, his crimes, and his many misdeeds. Ostensibly in exchange for reduced sentences, they do tell the tale of James Whitey Bulger. Um, and But at, at this point in the film, we don't really know how Bulger goes down or what happens to him, so... The framing does let us know that at some point we're going to see the fall of Bulger to counteract the movie's two-hour rise, but uh, we're not sure when that happens or how. Or, or So it, it does kind of clue us in 
it, it def- deflates uh, the story if you don't know it at all, because we know at some point he's going to go down. You would expect a, a, a guy who becomes the crime boss in Boston, they're not going to make a movie about him unless he is no longer a threat. But, uh, you know, I, you do know that he's going to uh, to descend at some point. Scott Cooper, who's the director, he makes Black Mass as a, a graphically violent but effective crime biography. He has an impressive collection of solid actors to support it. And even if there's a familiarity to the way that Cooper presents it, uh, that actually prevents it from being a truly notable entry in the mob genre. It does take some time to get moving, yes, but Cooper manages to always keep it interesting and moving forward, so he does an effective job here. The simmer of the film never quite reaches the level level of a uh, a full boil. It's not really a fever pitch kind of uh, crime drama, but it is effective enough to sate crime genre fans looking for an interesting insider story. And it's really interesting to watch some top flight actors, character actors, really at play. The one thing that Cooper doesn't do so much is to play up the upside of criminal success, and that's kind of refreshing because there's nothing really glamorous about Bulger's lifestyle, despite all of this money that he's pulling in. Uh, he seems to be perpetually living in an empty, soulless experience that is driven more by his need for power and influence than it is for the material things that money can buy. Many other people who have made uh, movies about mob bosses often uh, really kind of glamorize the lifestyle and make it look appealing as to why people would go uh, to live on the other side of the law in order to gain all of the riches and money and power and success and the women. And, uh, you know, it's to Cooper's credit that he does limit that here to just being a very straightforward film. It doesn't really indulge us with a lot of lavish uh, uh scenes of mansions and fast cars and faster women and all of the other things. It really does kind of just keep things on point. Now, Johnny Depp as Bulger, I'd say he's kind of a mixed bag. He looks, he just, I think most of the, the downfall for Depp is that he looks unnatural in the part. He has a very slight build and it doesn't really make for making him very menacing. Um, he has this obviously fake bald piece that always looks fake. And there are some colored contact lenses that are supposed to accentuate uh, Jimmy Bulger's deep blue eyes. He, But Depp looks like a man in disguise. And he especially looks worse as he's supposed to be getting into his 60s late in the film. He always looks, you know, they, they give him some barely detectable wrinkles to make him try to try to make him look a little bit older. But Bulger always appears to look the same age, regardless of what era we're looking at him in. And Depp always looks younger than his, you know, I, I guess he's in his early 50s now. Uh, he always, he just has the build of a much, much younger man. And it just never looks quite right. As far, you, you always feel like you're looking at Johnny Depp in a costume. Now, if you can get past the questionable casting here from the looks department, I think that does Depp does breathe good life into the role. And at times... He actually can, in certain scenes, be quite menacing. He has this really ice-cold way of dealing with those who are a bit too loose in their lips. He has a really good, effective stare. Um, he does manage, uh, because of his power uh, to you know kill people at will, basically, and know that he's not going to be taken down for it, it does make it, uh, you know, the stakes seem a, a bit higher at during these moments and uh and you do kind of feel uh some of that like i said menace when the film actually needs it bulger does sometimes come across not as a mere mob boss uh the way that cooper presents him um you know he basically stumbled his way to success 
to the top because of his circumstances, much more so than his real. Uh, he, he, he's not this, this genius mastermind, but the, the film kind of paints him as one. He's almost like evil incarnate. He slithers his way into the minds and hearts of people around him. And it's almost as if this whole rise to the top was due to him being this great grand manipulator, this, this philosopher on crime that allowed his influence to spread like this malignant cancer. And it ruined the livelihoods of, of, of everyone that he managed to touch. But yet somehow it just, it just catapulted him to be, uh, the, the most successful criminal in the area. If Depp is matched or perhaps even upstaged in the film, it's through the powerful work from Joel Edgerton as John Connolly. Edgerton exudes both confidence as well as severe weakness throughout for his character, much of it at the same time. And it really makes for an effective, you know, he's behind the eight ball throughout and he always looks a little bit, he looks a bit cocky during scenes when things seem to be going well. But sometimes when, when he becomes so cocky that, uh, that it, it actually begins to erode his, uh, his ability to function in his role as supposedly the FBI agent that's, a, that's assigned to take down criminal activity in the area. But, um, you know, loyalty is a word that pops up throughout, uh, Black Mass. And w- one does get the sense from, uh, John Connolly that, this is a man that who was once saved as a kid from harm by Jimmy Bulger, and he, you know, he grew up feeling that innate sense of loyalty to the man for that one act, and he wants to protect this man who once protected him as a boy, and uh, doing whatever he can to keep the sharks, in this case, the sharks being the authorities, and uh, from swarming around him with blood in their mouths. They want to take down Bulger, and yet Connolly is such a, uh, he always throws a wrench in their works and tries to use his power and his influence in his position in order to subvert them, to, to kind of misdirect them into looking the other way whenever Bulger seems to be in uh, a target in their sights. If there's a tragic figure in the film, I would say it is John Connolly. His own hubris manages to be his downfall. He's willing to protect this this uh, deadly snake known as Whitey Bulger to the bitter end, even when Bulger's most loyal of henchmen are, are willing to play ball with the feds in the end. Somehow Connolly just seems to, to feel like he... He just can't do it. He can't do it to his friend, and that's just the way he grows up, and uh, it just would be bad for him. The rest of the cast uh, is uh, very notable, but they're, they're fine. But I think that most of them are underutilized for something other than their star power. They do perform well in individual scenes, but I don't think they're given enough scenes to really make a huge impact to the rest of the film. This is really Depp and uh, Edgerton's ball game all the way. Um, I, I would be interested to see the three-hour cut of this film and see why we have uh, such notable actors that are basically relegated to uh, uh, small roles that don't really impact very much, uh, especially Benedict Cumberbatch. I feel like somehow he must have had a bigger role than would appear here, given that he is a, a big name and talent to put onto this film. Somehow he just feels like, you know, you didn't really need somebody of his caliber to play the role that he plays. Um, I, I did like the performances by Julianne Nicholson and Dakota Johnson as really the only two notable women in the film. Juno Temple has a very small role in one scene, but um, I feel like they do impact well when they are on screen, but their their role, this is really a man's uh, uh, biography, and so therefore, uh, they're, though they do well, and you really wish you could see more, uh, they don't really impact that much into the film, except for to give uh, Johnny Depp as uh, uh, Whitey Bulger the, uh, the 
a, a way to make him seem even creepier when he actually uses his ice cold stare on them and basically makes threats to them. Uh, it, it, it's effective, but I feel like, you know, the women could have been used a little to a much better extent than they are here. If there's something missing from Black Mass, I would say that it's, there's a sense of dramatic poignancy and insightful thematic material that could have taken this pretty good movie and made it a really great one. Uh, it, it borrows a lot. You, you sometimes feel that it, it feels very much like Goodfellas, and it's not just for the fact that Johnny Depp as, <laughs> as Whitey Bulger kind of looks like Ray, Ray Liotta, but certainly we have the cast here to elevate the movie into one of the best movies of the year, but Scott Cooper and the screenwriters Mark Malook and Jez Butterworth, they keep things very straightforward. There's, there aren't that many artistic flourishes that leave us with any real feel for the movie as anything other than this true crime bi- biopic. It just tells things like it is. So Black Mass is a, uh, if, if I had to really describe it, it's a collection of great scenes that hang on a story that's merely okay, at least as presented. It leaves you admiring the performances and you find really key moments of interest throughout. But by the end of the movie, you won't really walk out of the theater carrying away much with you from a context standpoint, either intellectually or emotionally, other than seeing it as the anecdotal elements of a story about the rise and fall of a crime lord. It does explore, more interestingly, the danger of corruption in law enforcement, especially as it perpetuates much of the crime as it seeks it, as, as it seeks to take down. But in the end, I feel that Black Mass is satisfactory entertainment that somehow manages to never wholly satisfy. Uh, so I'm going to say good film, not a great film. And I think that if you're looking at this movie, you're expecting a great film from it. Certainly, this is a movie that seems to have had an eye, at least originally, as a potential for Oscar nominations or things like that. But I feel like as as nice as Depp's performance is here, as nice as Joel Edgerton is here, I don't think that this movie really has that kind of narrative oomph to really become uh, one of those forefront or forerunners for any kind of Oscar glory. I feel like it's just going to be one of those films that uh, sate uh, an audience looking for a good crime film. It certainly, it, it, it gives you, it delivers, it delivers the goods, but it doesn't really give you much more to think about. It ultimately becomes um, an interesting film, but not really an important film. And it, it kind of pales in the shadow of a lot of great films that are about crime dramas, especially Goodfellas. And it even has a lot of influence. You know, the Martin Scorsese influence is definitely alive here. Uh, some people may even, because of its Boston setting and the fact that Jack Nicholson, who also kind of looks like Whitey Bulger, uh, did such a masterful job in The Departed, uh, it's going to feel like uh, a little familiar, I think, to people who are... Uh, crime drama aficionados it's going to make them itchy to go back and watch goodfellas or maybe even the the departed to see this kind of material done with a little bit more uh audience oomph you know this, this kind of gripping drama that kind of gets you really into the story black mass you watch it you admire it but it never gets you fully on board so by the end of the film while you can see that it was it's an effectively good movie uh, it hits all the right beats at the right times. Ultimately, it feels a little bit empty. And so I'm not quite going to say it's one of the best films of the year, but I will give it, because it is solid still, three and a half stars for being a pretty good crime drama. I just wish that it could have, you know, given given the pedigree here, the fact that Scott Cooper is a, a good director and we have a really great 
cast of actors, it should have been, it, it seemed like it was poised to be a great movie and it fell short. So in a way, it's a little disappointing, despite the fact that I'm going to give it a pretty good recommendation for fans who aren't going to be expecting, you know, top flight uh, crime thriller here. It's not going to get an Academy Award nomination for Best Picture by a long shot. Hope that you enjoy the review of Black Mass and you continue to uh, listen to my reviews as they come out. If you like this review and you want to hear more of what I have to say, certainly I have a, about 80 now uh, reviews you can listen to. Go Just search for the Quipster Film Review Podcast and you'll find my uh, podcast on iTunes. If you happen to be there, I would encourage you to leave a review. Uh, it definitely helps me out a lot if you do review the show. I, I don't really ask for anything more than that because, you know, I, I'm basically doing this because of my love of movies. And since you're listening to me now, I assume that you love movies as well. So I do appreciate it if you let other people know what you think of the show by leaving a review on iTunes. And if you want to see more of my reviews, you can go to quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net, and you can also find links to my Twitter feed as well as my Facebook page and uh, my email so you can contact me directly and let me know what you think. Until next time, thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and I hope that you, whenever you go to the movies, that you have a great time.